Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to widestmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Does My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met at a training, and our secret sauce is that we and our partners became fast friends. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for couples therapy. If something you hear in this podcast stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com to leave a question of your own. Here's today's question. Welcome back. This is Jules. This is Vicki. And this is Rebecca. And here's today's question. Why does my husband not see things in our house that are askew? Broken curtain rods, shower curtains hanging off rods, spilled coffee on the floor, weeds in the yard. Hmm. Well, I don't either. <laughs> see, some people don't. <laughs> and I don't know, but Jules is going to tell there us is why. Actually a, there is actually a reason for this. Um, well, first of all, I want to give a nod to the possibility that it's not that he doesn't I'd see. That's possible. It might just be that he doesn't care the way you do. Right. Or it may be that he knows like in his implicit memory system, not in an out loud or conscious way, that that's not his problem. Mm -hmm. Right? It's not that, it may not be that he's not seeing it, but also it may be that he's not seeing it. So why would this be happening? Well, well, I want to talk about the salience neural network. (laughs) So the salience neural network is a really vast network and it happens all over your brain. It's not in this specific part of your brain. This is, is really important to understand. And I'm about to use a metaphor and that metaphor does not <laughs> imply in any way that there are actual nets. In yes, your there are. So there are not. There are not nets in your brain. That's not true. <laughs> but also, so your salience neural network has to do this funky job. <sighs> Everybody breathe for a second with me. This is wild. Your lower brain, your medulla oblongata, which is the bottom of your brainstem, is taking in about 11 million bits of information per second. 11 million bits of information per second. Inside your body, Mm -hmm. outside your body. But that's like, and like if I'm looking at the computer right now, which I am, which is true, that like the 11 mm-hmm. million bits is that I'm literally seeing um, text that is black. So that would be like at least two bits, right? Like it's the, every single one of those things mm-hmm. is another bit of information, right? So mm-hmm. that yeah. 11 million yeah. entails all those details. All yeah. those little okay. details, right. But it's still 11 million bits. <laughs> <laughs> it's still so 
lot that's of information. A lot. And they're not, <laughs> a lot of information. like, let's just be clear that those 11 million bits are taken in implicitly, like unconsciously. We're not really conscious of all right. the information the we're taking mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because by the time it gets up to the part of your brain that's doing more conscious stuff, that part of your brain is processing somewhere between five and 60 bits of information per second. So you need a network that's going to decide which yeah. of the 11 million bits should become the five to 60 bits. I, I can't even fathom that. We have a name yeah. for it. <laughs> the salience neural network. Wow. Now, how does the salience neural network process information? It is guessing mostly based on emotional potency and relevance to you and your goals. So when you look ahead at the computer, Uh Vic, you're going to see different stuff. Different stuff is going to jump out Mm -hmm. to you than it will to me. So like, Mm -hmm. for example, here's something my brain just did funny with our computers. I can see everyone here and each one of us has plants in our backgrounds. That is what I just noticed. What did you just notice? Something different. Even though we are looking at the same yeah. screen. Rebecca has a plant? So I just, I just asked my brain. Yeah, it's right there in the corner. There. She's I playing. can't even She's see it from here. It's a plant. There's a I literal plant. I literally right don't there. see it. That's hilarious. See? I have a plant this right is here. This is what I'm talking about. is smaller. I know why. Oh, okay. well, here. Oh, there Would you this go. help you then? No, still can't see it. Can you, Can see, you see it better now? Will ma- I did it's when literally I when I um, <laughs> closed the chat. Yeah, box. when you opened it up. Yeah, yeah. See, oh, there you go. You know what? You know what I see? I see that we all have microphones, and yeah. also mm-hmm. this is weird. Mm-hmm. We all have eyes. <laughs> How mm-hmm. Jolson spit out her drink with that? I don't know, but yes, no. But I'm, I'm also going to say that had the screen been this big, I don't know that I would have noticed the plant anyway. So, Jules, I totally hear what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is what yeah. I'm talking about. So we all see different stuff all the time. Yeah. And so... It's really tough to be married. <laughs> Sorry, to that be wasn't the funny relationship. part. <laughs> Because yeah. one of the things that's going to happen is you will be paying attention to different Seriously. data inside of a single scenario all the yeah. time. And so what your salience neural network is catching and feels emotionally potent to you and relevant, basically, uh, is not necessarily the same as what your partner sees. So probably part of what's going on, if they really don't see it, is that for whatever reason, they are not marking that as emotionally potent enough information to make it through the filter. So you'll you'll have probably all had this experience if you've been super into a band all of mm-hmm. a sudden, you hear their music everywhere or you see advertisements on the road for them mm-hmm. or if you or if you're researching buying a car. Yeah. I've always heard this example. Yeah. You never noticed <laughs> it before, but all of a sudden there are Honda CRVs <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I never noticed yeah. them, but they're everywhere, right? And it's because my brain has been spending hours on the computer researching Honda CRVs, and my brain went, okay, I guess this is emotionally <laughs> relevant data. We'll feed up for you, <laughs> yeah. right? And so, so one thing that can help if you are in a position with your partner, and it is really important that you share a vision mm-hmm. of a scene, you can see if it's possible to share the emotional potency 
of the relevant data for you with your partner and see if they can join you in adding emotional potency to the data you would like them to pay attention to. So let's talk about what that looks like, yeah, like in you. action. Let's yeah. let's let's play kind of uh, do a little bit of a play. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, can I tell you? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, go, you go, have an idea. go ahead. Yeah. No, no, you know you, you go. You go. Well, sweetie, every time I walk through the kitchen and I notice that the sink is still full, my heart skips a few beats and I feel this like clenching happening in my chest. And I start to simultaneously wonder if I'm in this all by myself and think that I'm not doing a good enough job at just humaning. And I feel really Wait, alone. this is about dishes? Uh-huh. What? Can, can you help me? out here cuz like maybe if if we both notice that the sink is full then I won't have to carry the weight of that all by myself. You want me to notice the sink is full? Mm-hmm. That would help me a lot. What do you want me to do when I notice? That was it? my next question. Well, maybe we could both work on cleaning the dishes? Oh. Uh... When I don't see it, you feel like on your own. Yeah, that's it. Oh, well, babe, I don't want that. There you mm-hmm. go. So notice, it took a little bit of back and forth. Don't give up right away. It took a little mm-hmm. bit of back and forth as we were playing that out. For me to add my own emotional potency. It can't be your emotional potency. It's got to be my emotional potency. But I have to give you enough information that you understand why that would even be something for yeah. you to register. Right. Because if I'm not going into right. the space of what is happening inside of me, then you're not going to have that information because, of course, that's mm-hmm. not happening inside of you. Right. It's not. I didn't even notice the dishes. Right. I was thinking about this in my own world. <laughs> and by the way, I'm about to tell you about uh, there. I have never successfully changed this. <gasps> In my family, oh, I have fun. salient data in my system. <laughs> this is going to be good. I have never successfully handled this. We have a pantry problem in my house. So I am slowly coming to terms with maybe I have some stuff with with my brain and how it's organized, organizing stuff. But I get really hyper-organized mm-hmm. or I cannot find anything. That's not an ADHD cover or anything, is it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's neither here nor there at the moment. I'm like getting this. I'm like, wait a second. I'm sitting here like different walking happening in my brain. Your pantry in my brain right now. Like I'm, yeah. I'm in there and I'm, I'm going, like, mm-hmm. oh, I love this pantry and I love how it's organized. And I know that this goes here and it that is, goes there. And I can know I can perfect. find this over here. And like, I'm already exactly. like, I know your pantry better than mine. Per- that's because it's <laughs> perfect. And everything Every time I've been there, yes. It's labeled <laughs> Labeled. I've labeled. I, I wish people could see this so, right now. Just your face. <laughs> this, here's here's the problem. You are right now. Is that if it is not where it should oh, be, I literally look. cannot see it. And so I think we are out of it. And I go buy more at the store. And so we have triple things. Now here's what happens with my family. My family does not believe it is important, right, to put things. <laughs> on the shelf where they're supposed to be. And that is how paint ends up next to cereal in my house. <laughs> and so every three months, I take the entire pantry apart and put it back together so that I can find shit again. I'm not I'm kidding. just sitting here thinking, God bless your family, because I've had conversations with Adam about your pantry. <laughs> it totally, 
Totally. And what I've come to, honestly, this is my journey with it, is I've come to a space of accepting that this is actually emotionally potent data for me, but not for anyone else Mm -hmm. in my house. I'm just going to let it go. And if I want the pantry to be like I want it, then every three months I will redo it. Because I've tried to help them see the emotional importance of this, and they have never joined me in that. (laughs) And they don't actually even see what I'm talking about. By the way, well, it's right there. Every time I come home from your house, I reorganize my pantry. (laughs) That's because my pantry is awesome. I love your pantry so much that I reorganize mine when I get home every single time. Does your stay that way, though? No, because nobody in my family cares about keeping it that way except for me. And so I me. get inspired to do it whenever I go visit Jules. And I sit inside of her pantry going, oh. And I it's feel, so soothing. Uh, yes. And then I come it's home. It's so soothing. You can see where everything uh, is. It's perfectly. And you've always it. organized it before I get there. See? Emotionally salient data for Rebecca. Not emotionally salient. She's never even seen that my pantry is so well organized. I've never seen it not Bic organized. doesn't even know. I know. Bic doesn't even know no. that that's a thing. See, she's looking I, at us well, like, what? Well, I didn't walk into it pantry. I'm feeling very left you, out. I don't know that you've ever seen me do this because I actually, like, you're teaching sometimes, right? Or I'm you're doing something else and I'm sitting in your pantry going, oh, wow. It's, it's because it's so perfectly organized. It soothes my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It soothes mine too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I, I find it's things so when they're in order yeah. and in logical categories, very soothing. Very much so. <laughs> it's funny, like, like uh, I notice that there are things in my house too that like everybody in my house can walk by mm-hmm. and nobody can notice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can't walk by and not notice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I walk into our bathroom or into the kitchen Mm -hmm. and all the doors of our cabinets are open. And I'm like, how did no one else in our house realize (laughs) that all the cabinets in this room are open? How do people leave my house and not turn off the lights? Here's how they leave all the lights on. I'm totally the outlier here. I leave the lights on sometimes and I leave, no, I leave all the lights on. I'm the one. I'm the one who leaves all the lights on in my house. So, but get this, one day, one time, Stella and Adam were on the road overnight. They went on a little trip. And I, because I've been in my head blaming them for leaving all my cabinets open. Uh oh, did you do it to yourself? Yes. It, I totally did it to myself. I'm the one who's leaving all the cabinets open. So, in some moments, it's salient data to me. And in other moments, clearly it is not. <laughs> well, that bites. I'm so sorry that happened. <laughs> Oh, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's awesome. But too. it just it's like another moment of like, come back to your humility, yeah. Jules. This is being human. So <sighs> sweet caller. Mm-hmm. Um, why does why does your partner not see things in your house that are askew? Because salient neural networks. And what is emotionally relevant to you is different than what's emotionally relevant to your partner. And so probably that's what's going on. You want to change and it? If you, you want got to it, yeah. shift it. <laughs> yeah. You need to. You need to join each other and make it emo- emotionally salient data for both of you. If you can, then you'll start noticing. So if you happen to be in a position where you could be the partner of this caller, you could take this data, make a little U-turn and go, huh, I wonder what my partner would like me to pay attention to that maybe I'm missing. Mm-hmm. You could even ask them later. I also that would be wild. I also wonder, and I don't think this is part of the salience network. Um, 
so I'm very, very lucky that this is not, um, well, it does bother Dave, but not that much. That um, at night, I am not one of those adults or women who have to clean the kitchen after dinner or have to like wash all the dishes. I am not. Or if we entertain on a Sunday, I will literally leave everything because I don't see clients on Mondays and I will clean them on Mondays. And it shocks my father-in-law to no end because my mother-in-law can't do that. So we walk into the other room and he's like, Vicky, are you? I'm like, no, no, no. It'll wait till tomorrow. And I can just leave it. And again, thank goodness it doesn't bother Gabe. I got to tell you guys though, the more of my own work I'm doing with multiple sources of therapy, um, I have bizarre sources of therapy, <laughs> but um, I'm starting to do the dishes after dinner mm -hmm. and not minded or anything. It's not a burden. I'm just doing it. And I'm like, oh, my brain isn't shutting down the way that it used to. So it just yeah, has me wondering about this partner, like if there's any kind of shutting down process. I don't mm -hmm. know. I'm just throwing that out mm -hmm. there. And again, I'm lucky Whoa, that- I like, love the curiosity. Huge, like, I just, yeah. Yes. Like, and I'm lucky that Gabe, it doesn't make his head explode that, because mm -hmm. I do, it's really bad on Monday nights because I see clients like you guys on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. If I leave dishes Monday night, that kitchen could be a nightmare till Thursday. And he mm -hmm. handles it and he doesn't get mad at me, but- well, I my the kitchen hope in our is house. that if it really bothered him, he would he would clean the dishes. Well, yeah. I own the kitchen. That's a whole different argument, a whole different agreement <laughs> okay. that we guys had. So you, you I did need agreement. to point. Got I it. was saying that quietly, but I do need to point that out. That's yeah. an actual verbal agreement between us. Long story. Mm -hmm. He's not allowed that, to do that. Well, no, it's just that yeah. I. Oh, he could. That would not be a problem. But that I told him from the beginning that I would own the kitchen. So that's a whole other thing. Um, and gotcha. sometimes he does do it, and sometimes he gets resentful. So that's a whole other thing. But so that's what yeah, I mean by yeah, the yeah. shutting down. So I'm just, I just want to put that there. Yeah, yeah no, I think there could be something really, else going really on huge with the. With I, I think that the, there is something tangible in there mm -hmm. to kind of play with. And, mm -hmm. and there's another mm -hmm. way that this shows up in my home, mm -hmm. which is that I have this network that, like, if I walk around and I see an empty glass, I'm going to pick it up. <laughs> You know this about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up and I'm gonna go clean it or put it in the dishwasher <laughs> or something like that. And even if it's in you, the rest. The, well, how do you know that if no one else is like sitting there next to it, right? And so mm -hmm. there are lots of people in my home who they leave empty glasses and stuff around the mm -hmm. house, thinking that they're gonna use them again. And then I, pick you know. Them up. I'm the one who had picked already picked them up, and so I'm learning to attune, mm -hmm. right, to the fact that maybe I need to consider and ask, oh, is this something you're still using? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's like that's a whole piece of work that I had to kind of unfreeze from. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of like bringing this in now because I had to unfreeze from and go. Oh, don't just be in like autopilot all the time, Rebecca. Like actually slow down mm -hmm. and check in with the other people that you share a home with. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful way to phrase it too. Actually check in with the other people that you share a home with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's not like you were being oblivious, really. You were you the were opposite. paying attention yeah. to a yeah. thing. I was paying attention to a glass. I wasn't paying attention to the relationship. Correct. Fair. You, were, yeah. you were paying attention to this piece of data. Not this, not this, data. this piece of data. data. Right. Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking about who's using the glass. I was thinking about empty glass. Clean it up. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Wow. But that actually yeah, has yeah. an impact on the people I'm around when, sure. you know, all the glasses are now in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> you're a glass collector. You're a glass collector. I'm also the reason they're all clean. <laughs> you are. I like it. 
Very true. I'm also a glass collector, but mine are only all half used on my nightstand. <laughs> 20 of them. I would love to come and clean them up. <laughs> you may. Come on over. <sighs> all right. Let's leave this here. So good talking to you all. And we'll be back next week. Bye-bye. See you next time. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at one of our workshops. You'll find our next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you can ask us your questions? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. And here's some gratitudes. Thanks to Al Hoberman, our sound editor and podcast production magic maker. Thanks to every one of you who has joined us for our workshops in the past. We've learned so much from all of you. And thanks to everyone who's reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help others to find the show. Take care of each other best you can. See you next time. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.